0: today we are going to be tying in with Kelly's support group and their awesome podcast called this hong kong life we are introducing you to episode four where they not only had one guest but two rita and Emery, to talk about gender equality here they are
1: you're listening to this hong kong life a podcast of stories and conversations with everyday youth across hong kong Every week, we bring you episodes that reflect the authentic voices of our local youth sharing their thoughts and feelings of growing up and living in the city we call home. Welcome to Season 7. Very often when we look at something, we are merely taking in the tip of an iceberg. There is always more, much, much more, to what we can see. I'm Renee, the youth host of This Hong Kong Life. I will talk to other young people like me and discover what's under the surface. Welcome back to another episode of This Hong Kong Life. So today I want to discuss with you guys about the topic of gender empowerment and how you guys view it with your personal perspective or how your personal experiences influence you guys to give the definition of what we're going to talk about, which is equity. Today, we have Rita and Emery joining us. So do you guys want to
0: introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. Hi, Renee. Really glad to be here. I'm representing uh, the Unlabeling Effect, which is a podcast um, found by me myself and Melody and Phoebe, and we talk about mental health um, problem with issues on that platform and try to unlabel and destigmatize some social taboos. And uh, for my full time job, I'm a uni researcher in Australia and looked at gendered crime primarily on sexual assault and um, rape crime. So what about you, Emery? (laughs)
2: Yeah. Hello everyone. Uh, and thanks for having me on. Uh, my name's Emery, uh, and, uh, I run a bit, bus- my own business, a diversity, equity, inclusion, um, consultancy. Um, I, um, the idea is really to help a lot of different corporates using my, uh, recruitment background, uh, to help corporates to find what's the best way for basically make sure the workplace is inclusive and it's equitable and it's as diverse as we can. Um, so hopefully I can share my insights from my recruitment life into, um, the workspace and hopefully make it more of an inclusive workplace for, for everyone in hong not just in hong kong but hopefully asia and the world as well it's
1: amazing both of you
2: thank you
1: so today we're mainly targeting to talk about how gender empowerment is probably in our life and how us three with given that we all have different backgrounds Mm. will give our perspectives and our knowledge on this right okay
0: i i was just thinking what do you guys think or how do you define or conceptualize equality and or an equity
2: Uh, i think for me um i think equity um sorry equality rather i think it's probably the word that we probably used to use more um and i think equity more so recently um i think equality um for me anyway is probably uh where we want to strive towards and that kind of the end goal uh, but i think mm-hmm. in reality when it comes to the practicality of it how it actually works and how it might look like in the future um, i think it's going to be very very hard to achieve if we were to put equality as the the end goal or the result we're looking for um, the reason why i say that is because it's quite impossible to really treat everyone in the same way by equity or being equitable we are recognizing that everyone has a very different starting point mm. um, so we're not just treating everyone with a blanket one size fits all solution we recognize that everyone might have differences, uh, either, whether or not what the gender they are, um, sexual orientation or socioeconomic backgrounds, they have all the differences in different situations. So we have to be kind of in a way, almost think of a way to be tailor make, um, those mm-hmm. solutions for those people. Because if you were to do exactly the same for everyone else or for everyone in a, in, in a group, um, some people will still fall short. Um, so that's how, how, how I see the difference between equality and equity. And I do think the equity part is going to help us go towards equality, but whether or not we actually ultimately reach the full equality.
0: Mm. And I like the fact that equity kind of honoured people's own version of reality and what they, where they're coming from and their own belief system. And for example, like uh, a third world country woman who really have traditional embrace, traditional value, you cannot use western culture or fellow and just put
2: it and force it on
0: her yeah and can you tell me a bit more about your work i'm very intrigued yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah so i think that the work itself is uh it can be quite daunting because it's such a big kind of area you're, you're covering and such a complex mm-hmm. issues like you mentioned the culture could play a huge part um the upbringing or just anything right the one idea or the one of the biggest value that i really based my work on uh, is on two things. One is for lived experiences. Um, so what I mean by that is that, you know, we can read all the research, we can read all the articles online, um, but we will never really truly understand what someone's feeling or someone's challenges really is, unless you've mm-hmm. lived those lives. So that's why sometimes when you advocate for, be, be an ally for for a group, um, it's quite hard sometimes because you don't fully know what you're advocating for. You can really only just be there uh, and kind of be uh, be supportive and and do as much as you can from your own perspective. Um, so that's what I think. Live powerful experiences is is, is the way to go when we come uh, when we talk about um, diversity, equity, inclusion. And uh, we really have to listen to those who are in those underrepresented groups of what they are looking, what challenges they face, and mm. what what they need from us. Mm. And The second value that uh, a lot of my business is also based on, um, is on the idea of intersectionality. Mm. Um, so m- me, myself, um, are, I guess, you know, if you want to really kind of label it, um, I'm, I'm Asian. I'm from Hong Kong. Uh, I'm in the LGBTQ community. Uh, but, uh, it doesn't mean that I can only advocate for these groups. And I think if we break it all of it down, what I really believe is that the values or the principles of reaching equitable world, It's the same, even though there are nuances between different groups and women or disability groups or LGBT community are needing of different types of support and solutions but the principle is the same thing. So that's why I base a lot of my work is basically having that lens of saying one person can also be multiple identities. So we really have to use intersectionality as a center point of everything we do uh when we talk about the gender empowerment all that kind of stuff, but really I think intersectionality is the basis of everything we should look at from and then we kind of build from there kind of on.
0: Right. So once you Understood their challenges and their ordeal in, in workplace or whatever context that is, how do you help? Like, do you strengthen their mental capacity or to be more resilient or to empower them to voice up and speak up for themselves? Or, or do you actually um, have ally to talk to like managerial people to make some top-down changes?
2: Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, So there's been kind of this debate recently in this kind of space is that we talk about empowering women all the time we talk about how we should you know help women and advocate for women mm-hmm. um but a lot of that kind of messaging or that language really if you kind of look at it a bit more or the subtext really is talking about how should we train women to become more like men or become more oh a yeah. oh, like yeah. norm in the workplace right mm-hmm. um so i i i don't really love the fact that how we always say oh what, what we can do for women is what is we need to flip it the other way around and think about how can we actually use use the advantage that a woman would have, for example, the leadership skills, um, the empathy skills. Um, That's obviously a lot of research has been proven that women tend to have more of those emotional intelligence. So how do we actually leverage on those differences and make it as their their, their advantage rather than trying to get them to speak louder and be more confident uh, Mm -hmm. in the boardroom? Um, so that's kind of the, the debate that, that kind of goes on at the moment. But for me, I think it really starts from the language we use every day, um, how we associate certain people with certain backgrounds. When it comes to women, do we always associate them as, you know, the administrative role uh, in a very general sense? Um, mm-hmm. Do we always think about when we say the word boss, is it always a man in a head? Um, mm-hmm. So really kind of breaking those stereotypical kind of ideals uh, in people's head, starting from the language and the stereotypes um, that we often associate it with. Uh, And, you know, it's it's quite a a tough job because sometimes no one likes to be told they are sexist. It's also quite an interesting or quite intricate was how do I also deliver that message that the men or the allies will also take it in uh, and see, you know, what really kind of the power they hold in this conversation. Because I think sometimes people oversee how much power they would have uh, if Mm. they're not in those groups. And so I, I think, you know, the way to go is really kind of look for the allies and also help them, help the allies to advocate. Because sometimes I think people want to be allies, but then they may not know what they can do or truly how much they are able to influence from, from their own perspective.
0: Oh yeah, you, you touch on like really important concepts like language and stereotypes. Like it I resonate a lot, even in my line of work, language plays so a really big role in mm. formulating our narrative around what a woman should be like. And sometimes like trivial or harmless daily interactions, just like making, you know, rape jokes mm-hmm. and, um, just saying that, oh, boys being boys, you know, and, uh, oh, it's just banter. You can't take a joke. These kind of thing kind of enable the gender equality uh, conversations and also stereotype. Now you reminded me of one of the most toxic. Digital platform in Hong Kong named LIHKG. So I am actually also working on understanding the cyber, uh, cyber culture around mm. LIHKG. And there are loads of very toxic features towards Hong Kong girls or women naming that prince princess uh princess syndrome gold digger mm-hmm. and pro they're just being a prostitute you know go selling yep. their body for money everything would just lead to sexualizing them and object objectifying mm-hmm. them i was just mind blown by that trend it was very toxic i just don't understand why that's happening in that platform and what about renee like as a high schooler you guys like is a di- born in a digital era like yeah. how do you actually navigate this
1: well talking about how this issue of gender stereotyping or whatever like behaviors of women that occurs in all sort of social media that we use in our generation particularly like instagram snapchat and everything there's like different sort of like filters making fun of women or given that since we're born in a digital era we're probably more influenced by the information that we perceive ourselves so I Mm. feel like so I'll talk a little bit about my studies of in high school so I take global politics so we always talk about how like in middle eastern countries like Taliban the regime how women have to wear the burqa now so they're covered Mm. from head to toe and how women are banned from education that's like Mm. a really huge thing i i don't believe it's this is like only occurring in middle east but i believe it's most in most like low-income countries or developing countries this is like a major issue from what i know as a high schooler perspective yeah and i honestly feel like it can also be related by religion since it's not only related to like the economic development of a country whether women are receiving education or not but i totally feel like religion is also a big influence on gender stereotyping i have heard like i was mind blown when i was watching a documentary about how taliban is now in control of afghanistan and i can't believe one of the spokesmen has said that women are not a good believer like in god saying that women do not have the intelligence to believe in god so i feel like this i'm really like mind blown and even sometimes at school there is as you guys mentioned boys being boys and girls being girls and I feel like I always hear like jokes about like people joking about like raping gender stereotyping people will call each other like pole dancers strippers Mm -hmm. whatever just because they have some sort of hate towards them or some sort of personal opinions and they will always relate it to like rape jokes or whatever Mm -hmm. that's like sort of gender stereotyping to a person so I feel like I can totally relate, but then, given that I do not have personal experience of encountering these sort of jokes, although I've heard them. So I actually feel like since we're born in the digital era, I feel like my generation, talking from my generation, I feel like this will be a bigger issue because since a young age, we're influenced by how the world, the media views mm. women or men even, yeah. Yeah.
2: And sorry, Renee, do you, um, do you mind me asking, um, when you kind of be in those situations, what is going through your head?
1: I'm not the type of person who would go to stop them from doing it because at the end of the day, I feel like it's none of my business, whatever you want to say, but then honestly, I do not feel comfortable listening to any of those Mm. jokes at all. Like, to me, it's just like, wow, is that necessary? Because that's not even like a joke. It's personally attacking someone, like Mm. verbally attacking someone. So I feel like, yeah. And even in like classes, sometimes, like PE classes, the teacher will mention, okay, I do not have PE classes anymore, but back then when I still do, they will just say, like, they will always think that, think that boys are more capable than girls in terms of sports so I also play hockey ice hockey and in my school we have a mixed gender team and the teacher my coach will actually always let the boys to be on the first line and the strongest line and girls are Mm -hmm. usually like substitute for them so honestly sometimes I feel like why can't my coach let like the girls member off the team to go first and be like instead of giving us like an equal opportunity to participate so i feel like yeah that actually relates to me a lot given that mm. i'm an athlete and a student i i always encounter this like honestly at least 3 to 4 times a month yeah mm. so mm. i wouldn't personally go stop them or confront them because
0: mm.
1: i it's really none of my business but i would say it's not comfortable listening to these sort of
0: jokes or seeing the teacher do this at all yeah Mm. i I just have a question it's just out of curiosity that being a mixed gender sports team must be hard because i don't think i can um deny that male have has more muscle content and hence their sports performance really kind of outperform women like do you not agree with that i mean how how can I how can the teacher do better? I mean, is that separating two genders, having two team, then you could have like equal opportunity in performing in your own standard, or being a mixed team? I mean, I could see where she's coming from, you know.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I, I I do a lot of sport as well, um, yeah. and uh, I do have a lot of. Um, I guess sympathy or how, how complex the issue can be. Um, mm. because I think if you think about sports, right, it's got such a long history. Um, yeah. so we can't really expect to yeah, change okay. how the way it works overnight or even within a hundred years because sport mm. is just such a long history. Um, but I do also think in a sense of we always talk about, oh, the men is always, you know, typically stronger than women. Well, is that always the case you know are we, are we talking about at the elite level are we talking about at a school educational level where you know mm. you're still at that grassroots level so is it really every single person who is male would be stronger than every single woman i mm. i don't think so mm. uh but of course the blanket statement if you look at a very macro level then yeah we can't deny the the muscle mass and all that kind of stuff but i don't think that applies to every single person yeah right? yeah yeah um, it's we've so pretty... got to be careful yeah, yeah
1: it's like really generalized of how Mm. people feel like men are usually stronger but also in my team it's I'll give a little more background information Mm -hmm. it's under 20 teams so there's actually people from 12 to 20 playing in the team so Mm. I do not always agree that the boys will be stronger than the girls but Mm, I feel like at least a teacher should Mm. let like the lineup of who to go first. I think at least since it's a mixed team, shouldn't it be half the amount of girls and half the amount of boys playing at the same time instead of letting all the boys go first and the girls stay at the back as a subsidy when the boys are tired? That's what I'm thinking of. That's the end of our episode. Thank you for sharing your perspective or personal stories. I think our listeners will totally enjoy what we've discussed today since it's a very like interesting topic yeah so yeah that's all guys thank you bye thank you you for listening this hong kong life is an initiative of kelly support group we are a youth organization empowering young people to reach their full potential in hong kong if you like the show please subscribe and get new episodes every week we would love to hear from you nominate yourself or friend to share next drop us a note at h-k-l-i-f-e at k-e-l-y dot o-r-g see you next time
0: it's a mad mad world tell me not to